welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? As we near the end of the Etsy print-on-demand series for 2021, by request, I'm going to show you how you can automate your social media presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest today for your Etsy shop so that every time one of your listings renews, it will get blasted out to those social media uh, pages that you'll create for your brand and potentially, I mean, bring in new customers. Keep in mind, those pages get indexed by search engines. Those posts get indexed by not only the social media platforms themselves that act as their own search engines, but also Google and, well, let's be honest, Google is the only search engine that we care about. So it's going to be really cool what I'm going to show you. Let's get started. Real quick, just wanted to remind you to enter my weekly print-on-demand giveaway. This week, sponsored by Flying Research, print-on-demand research tools, automate POD, print-on-demand design creation automation, all-American graphics, premium pre-made graphics that you can use in your designs, and Bubble Scout, the only Redbubble niche research and validation tool. You can find a link in the description. It takes like 10 seconds to enter. Two winners are selected every Sunday. Also in the description, there's a link to my eight-day print-on-demand mini course, completely free, one lesson delivered to you every single day and a link to my print-on-demand Facebook group, so take advantage of those. Also, if you missed part 14 of my Etsy series, I'll link to it right here in the the YouTube cards where I walk you through in this video my favorite Etsy product research tool that actually does a whole bunch more than just product research, so you're not going to want to miss that one. So the first thing you're going to need to do, obviously, is make sure you have the social media accounts actually set up. So go ahead and make a Facebook page, which you can do on Facebook by on the left-hand side going to, well, I always think of desktop. If you're on mobile, it's going to be different, obviously, but on desktop, look at the left-hand side, go to pages, and then hit create new page. Now, this can be done pretty easily. You can just uh, grab your like Etsy shop information, like your Etsy shop profile image, your Etsy shop banner, your description, etc., and basically just recreate it on Facebook. Then go to Pinterest, create a Pinterest profile. Uh, I, I used a business account, so I would. that's basically what I showed here. Set your profile name, your website. Your website can be your Etsy shop, by the way. Uh, describe your business. Uh, we just put, we sell products. We create content to grow, uh, create content on Pinterest to grow an audience and to grow brand awareness. Let them know you're gonna create content on Pinterest, though. It's to your benefit. Uh, describe your business. We put online retail or marketplace. Tell us more. What do you use to sell your products? We clicked Etsy. Would you ever be interested in running ads? I just put yes, just so that, you know, I don't know. It's not like a human's going to review this, but then their system may favor our shop a little bit more since we said, hey, we want to pay you to, to give us traffic. All right, you can set up a cover if you want to and uh, what, whatever customizations you want to make to your Pinterest account. The important thing is that it is created. All right, and then also don't forget, you need to create a board. So this is the destination for your pins from your Etsy shop. So in this case, we just hit um, right here behind me, actually, if I hide myself really quickly in the bottom right corner, you'll see a plus sign, click that, and then click board. After that, you just name it and you're good to go. Hit create. I would not keep this board secret since the whole point of this is to uh, spread the word, right? Get the name out there for your shop. All right, the last step is create a free Twitter account. It probably takes like less than a minute to create a Twitter account. So once you've done that, you're in good shape and now you can proceed. So I'm going to show you two ways of automating your social media presence. You just need to choose one of them. The first one I'm going to show you, I don't have as good of a tutorial. This is the way I used to do it with my shop. However, uh, this service, which is ifttt.com, which I'll link to in the description, 
Uh, it stands for if this, then that. And they basically just aim to help automate between different applications. So in this case, we're using Etsy to Facebook, Etsy to Twitter, and Etsy to uh, Pinterest. Now, this is, again, I know it's possible because this is what I used to use. However, I do not pay for this, so I can't give you as good of a tutorial. However, the next one I'm going to show you, the alternative, is to use a website called Zapier, which basically does the same thing except for I can give you a better tutorial. So with IFTTT.com, you can create applets, and you're able to create an applet where basically you can, um, it's going to trigger off of a change in an RSS feed. Okay. Now, whether you're on IFTTT or Zapier, which I'm going to show you in a second, your Etsy shop has an RSS feed. And every time that a listing renews, it updates the RSS feed. So you can get to your shop's RSS feed by clicking the uh, URL to your Etsy shop, the one that customers see, not your shop manager on the back end, but the public facing one. And then just add forward slash RSS. And when you do that, you'll get the RSS feed for your shop. Now, in IFTTT, you'll create a trigger that when your RSS feed changes, then you link it to a uh, Facebook post that will be created on your Facebook page that you'll have to integrate. Then you integrate your Twitter, set up a Facebook uh, Twitter, set up a Facebook post on Twitter, of course. Uh, you can have a tweet posted with the same information, and you can have a Pinterest pin posted as well. Now, I know that me saying, hey, it's possible is not why you're watching this video. You would like a tutorial. Now, as promised, let's switch over to Zapier, which I have more extensive experience with. Um, For me, like I said, though, I know this works because I was doing it for however long I was on Etsy, a year and a half, two years, whatever. And it was basically autopilot. Like I said it and I forgot about it, you know, set and forget. Perfect. Now, Zapier is a uh, website that's probably a little bit more popular than ifttt.com, so I'll put a link to it in the description as well. There's no affiliate programs for either, either of these websites, so I don't get anything if you click them. Uh, just wanted to make that clear. But on Zapier, you can create an account, and I believe for Pinterest, you have to upgrade your account, but for like Etsy to Facebook or Etsy to Twitter, you should be able to get away with it for free. Now, I'm not 100% sure. You may be able to make Pinterest work for free, Um I don't know. I have a paid account, so I'm not sure. So sign up. It doesn't take long. And then click to uh, create your own workflow. I think right when you sign in, you'll see a screen like this that says, create your own workflow. How do you want want this to function, basically? So go and type in RSS. And by the way, if anybody does not want to watch this tutorial, I'm going to let you know up front that uh, at the end of this video... I'm giving you the option of cloning the exact Zapier flow that I'm going to show you how to build, except you just basically pay me $7 on Gumroad, and then I give you the link to the Zap, and you can just clone it, and it's going to be done in five minutes or less. So if you don't want to watch this tutorial, just skip to the end or click the link in the description, and uh, you can go ahead and do that the easy way. Otherwise, follow along. So connect this app. Type in RSS. And then they'll say recommended workflows. The first one, post new RSS items to Facebook page. All right, that's exactly what we want. Click try it. All right, now it hasn't actually done anything for us. It's just kind of determined the structure of what we are aiming to do. So the first thing that you're going to see here is called a trigger in Zapier. Now, I could probably do like an hour-long tutorial on just Zapier. However, in this one, my intent is not to do that. I just want to show you what you need to know, so the bare bones minimum, to get this working. So inside your trigger, which is step one, uh, you're going to need to insert your feed URL. 
Now that is going to look like what you see here, etsy.com slash shop slash insert your shop name, like I showed you earlier, slash RSS. All you need to do is go to your Etsy shop in your web browser, like the customer front facing Etsy shop and then add slash RSS and then hit enter. You'll actually see your RSS feed if you do that in a web browser and that way you know it works. Now copy paste that link into here. You can skip over username and password because you already, um, it's public facing, so you don't need to log in and then just click continue. All right, from here, you can just hit test trigger. When you do that, you should see the results that it pulled in. It should pull in the most recent product that was renewed on your Etsy shop. When I say renewed, that means you could have posted a new product or you could have made a sale recently, but you should see that right here, then click continue. All right, boom, we're done with step one. Step two, they've already created for us and that is, we're gonna create a page post in Facebook pages. So it should already have pre-selected Facebook pages as the app. The event is already pre-filled as well. And the action event is create page post. So in case you guys didn't follow from the first step, you can also just manually set this up. You just click the plus sign, type in Facebook, find where it says create page post in Facebook, set it to Facebook pages, action is create page post. All right, then you're gonna need to sign into Facebook. Uh, when you sign into Facebook, it's gonna ask for your personal account. You have to do that in order for them to be able to read the pages that you are an admin of, okay? So it's not gonna actually do anything to your personal account. It just needs that so that you can then select the right page. So we set up a page for this demo uh, and then basically just leave the defaults, hit done. And then you will see your page linked. It's gonna be under choose account now. You'll see your page autom automatically linked. Now you have to set the message. And in order to set the message, what I recommend doing is when you click into there, it should give you a little dropdown that pops out. And from that dropdown, you should see what looks like the first event that we set up up here, you know, with the trigger and the RSS feed. You'll be able to see the elements of data in the RSS feed there. So the way we structured this and you have the freedom to do however you want, but like this is a very simple way of doing it. Click title from RSS feed, then hit space so it doesn't bleed into it uh, to each other. All right, so title, space, space bar, description, simple. Okay, so title, description. Uh, then also underneath there, it says link URL. So that is another element from the RSS uh, feed that we had set up. By the way, guys, this is why I also made it an option to just pay $7 and clone this. And then you don't have to deal with any of this stuff. If it seems complicated, like just understand that you have that as an option. But I'm also trying to show you exactly how I set it up in case you don't want to pay the seven bucks. No problem. Either way, whichever you prefer. All right, link URL. So again, when you click into there, it pops out the bottom. You should see the elements of data from your RSS find the one labeled link. Now here's what's cool with Facebook. It's easy. They go and they, their bots follow the link to the external page. In this case, it's your Etsy listing. They grab the image from the Etsy listing and it automatically pulls it in. The reason I'm sharing that is because when we get to Pinterest, Pinterest doesn't do that. So it gets a little bit more complicated with getting the link specifically to the image to make your post look good. And of course, if you've ever used Pinterest, you know, you have to have an image. So I'm just warning you, it gets more complicated down the line. With Facebook, it's pretty easy. All right, so the next step, and this is always on Zapier when you set something up, it'll say, do you wanna test? You should pretty much always test. So hit test and continue. If it works, you'll be able to go to your Facebook page and you'll be able to see the post just created. Okay, so that's what I screenshotted right here behind us. So that was created from us testing. And it says test was successful.
So you can turn on the zap, but I wouldn't recommend turning it on yet because we're still gonna update it for Twitter and Pinterest. So next up, click the plus sign now, then type in Twitter and find create tweet in Twitter. Okay, so when you click that, it should automatically set Twitter as the app and the event to create tweet, then click continue. From here, as you uh, probably would have guessed, you have to sign into Twitter. It takes about two seconds, authorize the app, and then you're good. So next hit continue. And from here again, it is very similar to what we did with Facebook where we had to construct the message. So under setup action, it says message, click into there. And again, you should see the little pop out that says insert data. The reason you wanna do the insert data when we do it this way is none of these data points are hard coded. Remember, this is going to trigger, this is where this is where being a programmer helps a little bit, but like every time this triggers because the RSS feed got updated, and remember the RSS feed gets updated by Etsy when something renews, which means you either created a new product or you made a sale. So that's automatic. Then this kicks off. When this kicks off, it's going to dynamically pull these data points from the RSS update, the, the product that just got renewed. So when you see here like title, it's gonna actually hard code a title of something from when you tested your RSS feed. Don't worry about the fact that it's hard coded. When Zapier does that, it's just showing you an example of what the data will look like. But understand that like when you click it here, it's actually going to be dynamic moving forward. So it's it looks static and hard coded, but it's actually gonna be dynamic. Okay, so the way that we went ahead and structured this is we hit title, then we hit spacebar, then we hit link, then we hit spacebar, then we hit description. Now, Twitter caps you, it used to be 180 characters, didn't? It might be 360 now. Twitter caps the uh, amount of text that you can share. If you do title, link, and description, most likely you're gonna get cut off every single time. So you may not wanna do description, it's completely up to you. Uh, if you do description, it's almost guaranteed it's gonna get cut off because the tweet will be too long, but it still functionally works, it's just gonna get cut, cut off abruptly. So just wanted to warn you there. All right, next it will show you a uh, preview of the action. You can go ahead and hit continue. By the way, when it says enter image, video, or GIF, you don't need to do that because again, Twitter has the link, assuming that you included, right, this is why it's important, guys. Include the link here in message. By doing that, Twitter will follow the link just like Facebook did. It will scrape the page for an image and it will pull in the right image, okay? So where here it says you can automatically include an image video or gif you don't want to do that because it's going to automatically pull in the right image and it's going to be dynamic so don't do anything there would you like to shorten urls just hit yes it's the default then hit continue all right from here you can just hit test and continue and then pop on over to twitter and make sure that it worked in this case you can in fact see that it did and that it even pulled in the image okay so then you're good to go now again you can turn on your zap or move forward with me to Pinterest. However, before we get to Pinterest, we're gonna, we're gonna need to set up one thing. We are going to need to actually, so when we hit the plus sign, you know how we hit the plus sign and then added Twitter? Hit the plus sign again, and before you add Pinterest, add a formatter. So you see this one right here that I'm pointing to over my shoulder called format? Okay, click that. Now inside format, you're gonna need to set the action as text. Okay, so first select text. Then under setup action, select extract URL. Okay, now this is where I'm gonna lose some people. This is where it gets a little bit into the weeds. Trust me, I've set up much more complicated zaps than this. But also if you get lost at any point, there is a link in the description that you can use to copy my zap, but it only costs you seven bucks. 
So I put together a full tutorial for that too behind the paywall in case you're interested, but I'm just saying, I know that some people are going to get lost here. So you set your transform to extract URL. Okay. Now for input, you click into there. It's going to do the same thing. It pops out with the values. Click the RSS, uh, the one that we set up in step one and then click show more. It's either show more or show additional. Click that. It expands even further. Find where it says raw description and hidden in that HTML code is the image of your product. Okay. So if you can set this to extract URL and then set it to raw description, Zapier will do the work for you. You don't even need to know how it works. It will extract the image URL, which is what we're going to need when we set up Pinterest in a second. Okay. So then hit continue and then you can, um, let's see. Yeah, there you go. So actually I put a picture. I didn't remember. I put a picture in there so you can go ahead and find it under transform extract URL and then you're good to go. Uh, you can have it run a test as well and it will confirm that it in fact works. You can see that up here, uh, because the output looks like HTTPS i.etsystatic.com slash, and then a bunch of random numbers. You can actually copy paste that into your web browser and hit enter. And it should take you straight to the primary thumbnail for your Etsy product. And if you do that, you know, it worked. Okay. But also typically if it's green and it says it worked, you can just assume it worked. You should see though, that the file ends in .jpg. That way, you know, for sure. All right. Now hit the plus sign one last time. And we're going to add one last step. And, um, this screenshot, by the way, this screenshot that you see behind me does not include that step that we just created. So your steps should not mirror this screenshot. I actually took this screenshot and then had to come back later when I realized we couldn't access the image without doing this step right here where we put a, um, what was it called? A filter a formatter. Okay. So now click the plus sign, find Pinterest and then click create pin in Pinterest. So it's going to set the app to Pinterest. The event will be create pin. Okay. So you'll have your app set to Pinterest action, create pin. Perfect. Hit continue. Next, you need to sign into Pinterest, give access to your Pinterest account so that they can post for you on your behalf. Boom. You should see your Pinterest account now hit continue. Then you're going to need to select the board that we created in your Pinterest account after we created it earlier. It needs to have a board to post these pins to. So select that one, then hit go. All right, next, this is where it gets a little bit into the weeds. Uh, so what you need to do for image, when you click into there, the little pop out comes and what should be probably labeled as number four, which is step four, where we use the formatter. And it, by the way, if you skip Twitter or you skip Facebook, it may not be step four for you. But in this example, step four is the formatter and it should be labeled text. Underneath that, you should be able to hit raw description where it's going to extract the image needed for Pinterest from the description. So when you select that, it knows to reference that data point, which is the only way to get this to work. If you do it wrong, it's not going to work underneath there link. Uh, again, that's straight from the RSS. So when it flies out, just hit from step one, new item in feed, expand that, and then hit where it says link. Uh, same thing for title, expand that from step one and description expand that from step one as well straight out of the rss feed then you just hit continue and you can preview it i recommend hitting test i did run a test i forgot to screenshot it but i confirmed that this does in fact work and create new pins on 
Pinterest. All right, guys, long video. I didn't want it to take this long, but it ended up taking quite a bit. If you made it till the end, I'm gonna assume that you got it working on your own, so good job. Anybody that skipped from the beginning to here, though, I'm gonna assume that you're here because you're willing to fork over the seven bucks and just clone this zap that I already created for you. If you guys are interested in doing that, use the link in the description. It'll take you to Gumroad. On Gumroad, you just pay the seven bucks. It will give you a um, basically a PDF file in the PDF. You'll have the link to the zap so you can clone it. There'll also be a link to a separate YouTube video tutorial that is much shorter than this one that shows you essentially all you need to do to get it set up, which is basically um, enter your RSS feed, integrate Facebook, integrate Twitter, and integrate, integrate Pinterest. So four very simple steps if you go this route. Anyways, guys, uh, part 16, I am going to do one last video in the Etsy series. I'm going to show you how you can use Placeit to create video mockups for your products, which translate into better conversions on Etsy when people make it to your listing screen. They see a really high-quality listing capped off with a video mockup. So I'm going to show you how you can do that in Placeit, and that'll be the last video as a part of this series in part 16. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that one, guys. Um, thank you for watching till the end. Make sure you like, subscribe. Quick reminder, I did write a full print-on-demand course, literally everything you need in the order you need it to replicate my success with print-on-demand. You can find a link in the description if you're interested in that, guys. Thank you for watching. It was a long one, but we finally made it till the end. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Mm -hmm.